0: and here we are folks back for the second episode of my podcast and today I've got my friend the amazing Rachel joining me today to make this a little bit less awkward for all of us (laughs) hi um I
1: almost just started saying the hello from finding Nemo (laughs) hi I'm Rachel and um uh yes
0: <laughs> We've had a fun day so far. We ate some good food. Mm. We saw a movie and a mm. goose. My <laughs> lovely goose. <laughs> and somehow I talked Rachel into doing this.
1: Yeah, you can't forget about my payoff. My voice isn't free.
0: It's not even that strong. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you're right. The money is definitely why you're here, sure. not because I'm holding you captive. Absolutely not.
1: Um. I'm definitely not captive. I'm just kidding, guys. Yeah, she's not. She's not holding me captive. I'm. I'm a free
0: woman. <laughs> free woman.
1: <laughs> All the activity
0: is legal. <laughs> yes, I promise. It's. It's. It's legal. Okay. I checked. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So. Don't worry, there's probably less than 30 people listening right now, and I am a law-abiding citizen. And a law-abiding citizen that is hoping that this episode goes better than the first one. I feel like it was probably awkward for all of no. us. So Yes, Rachel. No. I liked it. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to try and loosen up, and Rachel's here to make things more interesting. I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Um, so, let's get to the story yeah, I literally
1: didn't know anything about this. Like, I would I would walk past that memorial next to the Shinnick every day, and I would just think that some kids tumbled into the Shenick and died. I was, like, really... It's sad, but, like, I had no idea it was, like, an unsolved murder. So this is crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... It is. It is kind of interesting. I realized that a lot of people around here don't know a lot about it, which is yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird because I've been so (laughs) intrigued by it for very long,
1: literally. And like, you're you're not. You haven't even been here for very long, and neither have I. Really, you know. But like, Mm -hmm. people, at least I know, haven't like been talking about this at all like I totally would have loved to have talked about this like ages ago like I'm about to go to college and I still know nothing about this but it's so cool oh my gosh
0: yeah I think the only person that I've been able to talk about it with like and actually have like a conversation where they know the story was the school librarians. Dang, really? Yeah, oh. they're the they're the ones that help me find all the um, newspaper. Oh my gosh, and stuff. why am I
1: surprised? I should not be surprised by that. <laughs> I love those <laughs> ladies so much.
0: They're awesome. We have the best school librarians. Oh, amen. So shout out to them.
1: Literally, yes. Go to the library and high five them. Or actually, wait, maybe don't do that. Elbow bump them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Okay, so all right. Let's get started <clears throat> with. Getting back to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, where did we leave off? So in the last episode, I left us off at Paul and Gail Schultz having been pulled out of Blackrock Creek by their father, Paul Sr. And the neighbors had called the family doctor, who then called the Nazareth Ambulance, who arrived... Somewhat quickly, I'm hoping, <laughs> ready to assist Paul Senior in his attempts to save his children's lives. That's so sad. Yeah. Do you know which uh, which neighbor called the ambulance? Yes. So their neighbors, the Howells, are the ones that called uh, the ambulance. He was in the basement working on something with Paul Senior uh, when Claire, um, there's Gail's stepmother, Paul Junior's mother, and Paul Senior's wife yeah, just to get chart. that cl- <laughs> just to get that clear in the beginning so i don't feel like i need to explain that later but so claire was worried about the children so she called down to paul senior yep. to go and check on them so um mr howell was going out at the same time as him mm-hmm. and saw what happened Oof. um saw him pulling out the kids and them screaming for help. So and, that's how they news it called the ambulance. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, you never want to see your neighbors' kids being pulled out of a river. That's like terrifying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and what uh, was kind of scary too was that they all thought that the kids were totally fine yeah. at this point. They 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 were not thinking the worst at this point. No. They just thought the kids had fallen in the water. Why could I thought? <laughs> yeah thing until like he started like shouting I guess right yeah like, so Paul Sr. starts yelling I don't know exactly what he was saying whether he was like I need help for my kids or shoot. if he was like just in general just screaming when I've read it I feel like he was just screaming but
1: I mean yeah I, if you like pull your kid and then like turn them over and see like those gashes on their head like ooh
0: yeah I would have I would have screamed too. <laughs> yeah so he was um doing CPR mouth to mouth when yeah. the ambulance arrived and such see me, see me. um but yeah so it wasn't exactly clear but it took me a little while to realize that it it was he did it was kind of out there for Mr. Howe to see because otherwise I kind of think people can begin thinking that Mr. Howe could be responsible which yeah. is still obviously Sad. um a possibility
1: now at this point it's hard to be like trusting of anybody in the story but yeah but yeah he seems it seems like how the howells are probably innocent <laughs> yeah i really do think
0: yeah probably are. but it it is it is confusing i mean that's part of the reason why it's still unsolved today is that there's so many different people that could be suspects in a town that yeah. everybody thought was super yeah. super safe gosh anyway but like what what would he have been responsible for you're right. We haven't really gotten there yet. So, let's get more of the story out before we start to conspire.
1: All right. Um so like this ambulance it was called and then the children were declared dead upon the ambulance's arrival, right?
0: Right. So instead of taking to the to the hospital because they were already declared dead, mm-hmm. they took them to the Katniss funeral Tra- chapel for funeral pre- preparations. And now, from what I understand, at some point, there was an autopsy done because there is an autopsy report, according to the Allentown newspaper, which I was reading a mm-hmm. clipping of. It says that it was determined that the time of death was 2.30 from this autopsy report, which was only around 30 minutes after they left their house because they're assumed to have left around 2 o'clock right after eating some scrambled eggs for lunch. Aww. Um, yeah. Uh, so whatever did happen definitely happened quickly. And
1: yeah, it, it literally like, was literally not like, it was something that couldn't have taken a long time because they were found later, right? Was it like, what, four-ish
0: that they were found? Four it was 30? about 4.30 when Claire sounded the alarm that Oof. they needed to go Looks search brilliant. for the kids. Mm-hmm. So it gotcha. had, it had been a while that the kids were were there. So definitely a lot of people. Uh, had the potential of coming across them all right so this the uh, the funeral director right yes What's his so name? <laughs> um <laughs> i know Kat- Kat- aside <laughs> from uh <laughs> that there was reports it doesn't say who did the autopsy nah. but it says that the person that sounded the alarm that this was no accident and not a drowning was the funeral director john gotcha. c katniss and he's the one who discovered the head wounds on the children at- children <laughs> and told them that this was no accidental drowning and he's the person that then called the police.
1: Gotcha. Okay, so like he didn't just did they just do an autopsy only then or like was it was it anything um other
0: than, so or? I couldn't find exactly gotcha. who performed the autopsy. Yeah. So I don't think that Mr. Katniss was necessarily in charge of the autopsies. Yeah. Um, but that definitely could be the case. Um but from what I read, it had nothing to do with an autopsy when he found it. Uh, when he found it, he was in the process of embalming the bodies, which would have mm. taken place after an autopsy in order for the autopsy reports to be the most accurate.
1: Gotcha. And then, like, when it comes to embalming the bodies and stuff, he probably definitely would have noticed the 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 head hits. Yeah. So, yeah. So- Do you think someone was trying to hide the fact that there were extra injuries by not
0: like getting an autopsy originally? Or like So an autopsy was definitely done at some point. But yeah, from what I understand from the timeline, it was definitely after the embalming process. Oh my um, gosh. Because Uh, They all assumed that it was an accident and autopsies Mm. are not required but can be requested for medical or legal purposes. So in a purpose where they believe it's a murder right away, they're going to obviously do an autopsy to Mm -hmm. figure that out. Or maybe medical, maybe somebody died in their sleep. So they're going to perform an autopsy to try and figure out if maybe they had an underlying heart condition that they didn't know about. So because this just seemed that the children had drowned... They mm-hmm. didn't think they needed an autopsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when the embalming process began and they got closer to the bodies, they realized that they did need one and they sent the children to obtain these yeah.
1: tests. So then when it comes down to the unsolved murder part of this, um, you can probably start to rule out Ketanus, right? The funeral director because he definitely like... I, I I wouldn't have suspected him in the first place. Yeah, but he seems yeah. super...
0: He, he's a very outside source of... Yeah. Um, of to to be involved with it that I don't think that gotcha uh he would. So um yeah. If and I think that if he was, he definitely wouldn't have been the one to sound the alarm. No. He could have done the embalming process without notifying anybody of the injuries and everyone still today would think that it was just an accidental drowning.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Oh um, my gosh. Okay,
0: wow. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm going to agree with you that mm-hmm. that that was not the case because it Not does likely, yeah. in 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 his. I read his um, obituary oh, yeah. and such, and it says that he was well known and respected. Aww. And um, in the newspapers, they consider it to be because of his great honesty and mm-hmm. integrity as a professional that Aww. he questioned the situation and called in law enforcement. So okay, yeah, that makes really sense. don't think that Aww. he was the murderer.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> um, where were we? Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, John and had just discovered the head wounds, and then we decided he
0: doesn't have anything to do with it,
1: um, and it wasn't just the kids slipping on rocks and hitting their heads.
0: Yes, so at some point they thought that maybe Paul Jr. had maybe fallen into the water, and in yeah. the process of Gail trying to help and assist him with getting out of the water, that she maybe slipped on a rock, um, making it so that she was unable to continue to help them because Mm -hmm. it seems kind of unlikely that two kids would drown in 10 inches of water, but no, exactly. So that's, that's kind of what they uh, were assuming had happened.
1: Gotcha. So, um, on the autos, on the autopsy, um, was there any other information than the, than the time of death and the head wounds?
0: Yeah. So after he calls, Mr. Katniss calls the police, uh, they begin an investigation and they receive the full autopsies, Um, and I'm going to give you a list of the things they found during the autopsy, and I'd like you to read it. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So, we got, this time, we got the approximate time of death, the 2.30 p.m., and then the cause of death is, like, the blunt force trauma to the head, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So, I'm going to stop you right there. Hmm. (laughs) Because people may be confused about them not having drowned.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, the Shenick...
0: Yeah. It's it's just like a little it's still just like a little foggy, I guess. I yeah. don't know. So in case anybody's a little bit confused yeah. about us saying the Shenick, uh the Shenick is what oh, it sorry. is <laughs> called now. <laughs> but in the case um it is more referred to as Black Rock Creek because that is what it was called back in 1953. The raging Black Rock Creek. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so basically now it's a little stream and it's kind of a joke at school because it's supposed to be this raging (laughs) chenick, but in fact it's a little stream that goes under a little tiny bridge (laughs) and people try and jump over it to make it easier to get to the school. There was a bridge at one point, but we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so... Uh, what they found during this Mm -hmm. was that initially the thought was that they had drowned, um, and that they must've been knocked unconscious, Mm -hmm. but that isn't what happened because there was no water in their lungs and no signs of drowning. So after they found out that these wounds were definitely not from the rocks, they, thought, okay, somebody hit them over the head. Maybe they weren't planning on killing them. Mm-hmm. And the kids fell in the water and and then they drowned. But they didn't find any water in their lungs. Ugh. So they knew that they were definitely dead before they went into the water.
1: All right. So to get this straight, the person who's responsible hit them, which caused them to die. So they didn't die from water. And then they just put them face down in the water. Like did they not did they know that they were dead or
0: so we think they definitely did know. Yeah. Um, that they were dead just because they did try to, uh, cover it up thinking that maybe the water would hide the fact of them Mm -hmm. being dead before and they, but it is also somewhat likely that maybe they didn't exactly know, but they were brought into the water and I feel like they would have somewhat noticed that the kids were no longer responsive when they went in.
1: Yeah, and they would have probably gotten away with it if the theater director didn't sound the alarm on the head injuries, right? Yeah, so Yikes. shout out to
0: Mr. Katniss yeah. for making sure that we don't so just think that true. some kids fell in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Too bad it's um, not a close case.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they were definitely not alive once in the water and it, they were probably trying to hide that it was a murder. And All right, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so the blunt force trauma was the cause of death, and it didn't definitely did not come from a rock, and yeah. it was a source other than themselves. Since it wasn't like a rock, then was there like a murder weapon found? No. So oh. <laughs> part of the problem with that is because it took them a while to realize it. It's something it said it took. 47 hours for the police to be notified Oh my gosh. of this not just being an accident. Oof. So if we want to think about the weather and the elements, like I said, it was below zero some points in that day, and there was snow on the ground. And because when the ambulance was coming and their dad was pulling them out of the water and such, they didn't know that it was a crime scene, so they weren't trying to preserve the crime scene. Yeah. So bodies yeah, had been yeah, dragged yeah, around. Oof. Foot. There were lots of footprints from lots of people <laughs> being around that day. Yeah. Okay, turn Tire marks from from the ambulance mm. so it was really hard but they did search the area and they found a hammer and ah. like a chisel um but oh. it was determined not to be the object that caused the injuries due to size and the different conditions of the object Gotcha.
1: okay um do you want me to like read the report right now then or
0: yes you All can right. finish that up. <clears throat> cool
1: so it says that the report continues to say that the exact number of blows to the head were seven times for gail and three times for paul jr it also says that one of the three blows to Paul's head penetrated his skull, like like penetrated so okay, I'm sorry <laughs> ooh um in the report it says that Gail also had a compound fracture to one of her thumbs, but it doesn't really specify what hand.
0: Molia, do you think that was like a
1: defensive wound? Or?
0: Obviously, we don't know for sure because no one has seen it. and if they have, they haven't obviously spoken up about having seen what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of something that the killer and Gail herself would know, but yeah, yeah um. Because of the lack of information on the hand, and we don't know whether it was her left or right hand, it was to the palm or the back of the hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're not exactly sure, but reports say that officials determined that it probably was a defensive wound. Um, But because of the lack of knowledge, we don't really know if it was in defense of herself or if she was shielding her brother. Oh, gotcha.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish we knew a hand it was on or, like, any, any other information.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do wish that, too. And, yeah, so does the report say anything about the cut on her right hand?
1: Yeah, 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 I think it was talking about that. Um, Do you think the the compound fracture would be on the same hand as the cut or, like, a different hand?
0: <laughs> I really don't know. I I haven't been able to find a way to access the actual autopsy ah. report, so I don't know if it gets more specific on the report compared to the articles and things that mm-hmm. I found um, as I've just been able to collect it from newspapers. And I'm not a doctor or forensic specialist. I, despite how many shows and movies <laughs> I've watched, so I can't really say.
1: Crime podcasts. <laughs>
0: <I'm just kidding. laughs> I have listened to a load of those.
1: No, I believe it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. This is just like reminding me of, of Silence of the Lambs, actually, the book we read mm-hmm. in English this year. Like there was a girl getting kidnapped or whatever, and she she did def- defensively reach up and cover her head after a blow so like that's that's what it reminds me of i think at least is that like definitely a human response to to guard yourself when you're getting uh
0: oh uh, for sure i beaten. yeah <laughs> i would definitely be trying to defend myself i think most anybody would ugh yeah no kidding um so like is this actually like all we know then yeah so pretty much unfortunately these are the only facts we know. And facts I use kind of lightly because it is kind of a really confusing investigation because people go back and forth, a lot of different papers, and people say a lot of different things. And even what I found from talking to people locally, Mm -hmm. what's in the newspapers from people that were around or have lived here further back when there were people around that had been there during that time, there's a lot of different things that people will say that aren't in the reports that I can find. So, <laughs> yeah. It is it is a really interesting and kind of hard to figure out what the exact facts are, but from what I understand and what I've researched, this is pretty much where the facts of the case end because we obviously know that like from last week's episode mm-hmm. that there were facts there. We know what time about that they left and we know who was with them when we left and when we know what they ate for lunch Mm -hmm. and things like that. And in this episode, we find out what time they're estimated Mm -hmm. to have died and the exact injuries that they had and who called the ambulance and who was around, who found them, things like that. And that's kind of where the facts end. We don't exactly know too many facts about what happened during the attacks, which is. Really, why this is still unsolved. (laughs) I wish that we did know. I wish we had those (laughs) facts. Um, But yeah, so in these next um, parts, we'll find out a little bit more and unfortunately these are kind of the only facts that we have i was gonna say is this when the podcast ends is this over no i'm just kidding for sure not (laughs) (laughs) sorry if you're tired of listening to me no but but i have a lot more to say because there are so many theories of course and conspiracies and different people of interest that some of them come out from kind of nowhere and are really random and there's a lot of other things and There's a few other unsolved mystery cases that Mm. kind of overlap with this one, and that's part of the conspiracies of these things. That's Um, on that period. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, and I mean, it has been 67 years since that day, and a lot has happened since then. Yeah, no kidding. So... There's about 67 years of a little bit of information that's that's come up since that day. So there may no be kidding. a little bit more facts to come, but for the most part, it's going to enter a little bit of those black Rock creek waters. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, that's
1: that's that's gonna be incredible. I'm actually really excited to hear because honestly, theorizing so cool. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. But then again, um Weren't we thawing some pie for pie day? Downstairs? Oh, yes, it is March 14th. March 14th. So it's
0: pie day. 3.14? <laughs> 3.1415. Sorry. Go, Rachel.
1: No, Rachel. <laughs> oh,
0: yes. So we got some pizza pie <laughs> oh, and we got some pie. lemon meringue pie. Lemon meringue pie, even some mini raspberry pies. Yes, we got a little pie crazy. <laughs> Just tell um, you. it's fine. Yeah, so. We are done with this episode for the day, so we can definitely go start eating our pies. Yeah, okay, but, like, you all better tune in next week, because if you don't, then this is just kind
1: of basically a cliffhanger, and I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to cliffhangers, I am not a fan. (laughs) I want to know everything right now, but... Which is why I'm going to be listening next week. So you guys have to listen next week. So then I can talk to you guys about what you listen to. Because that's, like, the entire point. We have to keep people talking about this. Because, like, something like this, a murder of this, like, both unsolved and sad. Like, we need to keep, like, this in our memory so that we can continue to move forward and hopefully figure things out and make the future a better place.
0: Yeah, we got to put a snake in the sheriff's boot. Oh, there's a snake in my boot. Yeah. By people talking about it and and getting their names popping up on the internet is really what's going to help Mm -hmm. keep this in the public eye a little bit more because, like I said, Rachel didn't know what it was. And a lot of people that I talked to didn't know about it, Mm -hmm. except for the school librarians, which Mm -hmm. are still so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And things like that. So we definitely do need to keep it up so that people do talk about it and maybe we can make sure that it gets solved before it hits 70 years. Yeah. That's really crazy. It's insane. Yeah. So this is where we're going to say goodbye. So long. Farewell. (laughs) So make sure you turn in next week. If you have any comments or want to leave a voice recording that could end up in next week's episode, if you have any questions, you can go to anchor.fm and find the podcast and leave me a message. I would love to hear from you and you can listen to this podcast both on Spotify and on Anchor and I'm working on getting it onto Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. you know, so maybe you want to listen to it three times and help me make 10 cents. Ooh. Wow. Get that payroll. Yeah. So super cool. <laughs> and if you want to... Yeah,
1: we're not in it for the money,
0: guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm making zero money off of this. I, I, I really don't care about the money because no, of course Ten not. cents? What can you buy for ten cents anymore? My heart. <laughs> <kidding>. Oh, Rachel. <laughs> okay, well, I bid you farewell, <laughs> and I'm going to end before I ramble on. That's amazing, and it gets too long. See you later. Peace out. Peace out. Mwah. Mwah.